administrator. You're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, 
again, the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show. And today, a funky party with Snoop Doggy Dog. Today on a Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show, four interviews that I have done with Snoop Doggy Dog going back to 2000. An interview I did with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2000. An interview that I, Nardwar to Human Serviette, did with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2002. An interview that I, Nardwar to Human Serviette, did with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2003. And an interview I, Nardwar to Human Serviette, did with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2007, just a week ago. All of those interviews live on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show today on CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Now, to begin the show, you heard Clarence Reed, a.k.a. Blowfly. This is his clean stuff, Clarence Reed, not to be confused with Blowfly. I'm sorry if I gave it away. Anyways, you heard Clarence Reed with Funky Party. And coming up, we're going to play another Clarence Reed, a.k.a. Blowfly number. It's totally clean, although a bit later on in the show, we're going to be playing some more intense songs. So please tune out if you're scared of words that perhaps Snoop Doggy Dog may be uttering out of his mouth. So right now, here is Clarence Reed with Masterpiece, then an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2000, then an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2002, then an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2003, and then an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog, brand new, from 2007. Here's Clarence Reed. Who are you? Uh, no, that's not Clarence Reed. That actually is a little clip of the interview. I'm all anxious to kick into Nardwarty Human Serviette versus Snoop Doggy Dog. But here we have right now Clarence Reed and Masterpiece. <laughs>
Who are you? Big Snoop Dogg from the DPJC. Oh, wait. You are Snoop Dogg in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Snoop, we would like to give you here some juice and some... Gin. From gin. Why not? On the dog. Now we're going to roll down the street. West, West, yes, y'all style. For the 2000, you chilling here with big Snoop Dogg all across your face. How you love that? Now, Snoop Bones, the movie, it was written for you. That's incredible. I mean, you know, it was about time for me to get into the movie world, so why not get into the movie world with a movie that was, you know, created around myself so I could get into it and do my best thing as far as acting was concerned. 1979 is the year. Harlem is the place? Uh, it's not Harlem. It's anywhere America, you know what I mean? It's, 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 the, it's, the, it's, the, uh, it's the ghetto across the world. It has no specific place or, or time. You know, it's just set in 1979, and, you know, that was a beautiful time of our life. But it's really no city or no state located. Snoop is on the streets doing numbers? Definitely doing that as Jimmy Bones, you know, running numbers, taking care of the community, you know, spreading love, keeping the crime out, and just bringing unity. Having a good time, and then comes in another influence, crack. Yeah, please believe it. The big thing that knocked the uh, whole Mac game off his feet was the crack game, and that came in 1980, and that's what destroyed my community and made us, you know, have a downfall because I was wiped out completely, iced, baby. But 20 years later, or 22 years later? Yes, my soul cannot rest. So I definitely had to come back and get some payback. You know what I mean? Some of that big payback. Revenge. Sweet revenge. Jimmy Bone style. And you come back as a dog? Snoop Doggy Dog? As the character Bones? Mm, sort of, kind of. I mean, there's a little dog in it, you know. But for the most part, you'd have to see the movie. I don't want to kill everybody's, you know, intuition off as far as giving the whole movie away. But it's worth seeing, knowing, and imagining. So when it come out, be sure to get down to the theaters and check it out. Snoop Dogg has bones. Now, one of the people in the movie is Pam Greer. What can you tell the people about Pam Greer, Snoop? Oh, this is Foxy Brown, Coffee, uh, Sheba Baby, you know what I mean? Jackie Brown. She's she's totally sexy. I mean, you know, she's every man's dream, you know what I'm saying? As far as being on the screen, on the streets, just in real life, she's every man's dream. Look at this, look at this body right here. Look at it. Is there any nudity in the movie at all, Snoop? Uh, that Gratuitous nudity. That I'd let you have to see with your own two eyes. I don't want to ruin that, but it is rated R, so, you know, you put two plus two together and add it up. So, Snoop, Pam Greer plays your girlfriend. That's great. Like, your girlfriend, Pam Greer, did you ever think that that would happen? Uh, no, I never thought it would happen, but I'm happy that it's happening, and uh, we're going to take full advantage of it by, you know, coming with the hot movie and making sure everything is beautiful and fly at the same time. Snoop, has Pam Greer told you any stories? Because she's been in so many incredible movies, like, you know, Scream, Blackula Scream. Yeah, I mean, we, we share a cool relationship, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's more than just being in this movie and we acting together. It's, it's, it's a friendship thing, you know what I mean? And we've gotten to, to be real, real good friends, so, you know, we talk about a lot of good things, and, you know, a lot of things that we need to holler about. Your character does a lot of killing in the movie, I understand, Snoop? 
It bees like that sometime, man, you know. Every good movie needs a couple of good killings. There's some good horror. Yeah, something to make you jump out your seat. Are there any puppets in the movie at all, Snoop? I don't think there's no puppets in the movie. I don't think so. Not that I've seen. Because, Snoop, you're on No Limit Records, and Master P, he has a doll, doesn't he? Yeah, he has a doll. Which, the question arises, would you ever have a doll, Snoop? Is there a Snoop Doggy Dog doll? Possibly. It might be one in the making right now. You never know. Depends, you know what I mean? I might do one for this Bones movie. You never know. I don't know. What do you think of this doll here? It's the Dennis Rodman one that they've come out with. Oh, this is the Dennis Rodman doll. Oh, that's, that's... I don't even know what to say. <laughs> there's, there's different dolls, and also... Tyler Green's around his waist with baby green hair. He comes with a wedding outfit. You can put him on as well. You serious? And Snoop, check out this doll that they have as well. The Red Fox doll. Oh, that's... I like Red Fox. You can take this, this is out of here. This shit out of here. I like Red Fox. And this one, anyway. Hey, you big dummy. I like Red Fox. This doll, where you get this from? A flea market. A friend found it at a flea market for $8. Can I have it? Or can I buy it? Uh, I think... 16. I'm not sure if she'd actually... 24. I'm not sure. 32. I'm not sure. $40, man. I'm not sure, actually. $40, sell it, man. I can't. No, Snoop, please don't. My friend will kill me for that. But, Snoop, what I was curious about, Red Fox was a huge influence, or influenced by this gentleman right here, Dolomite. Yeah. Maybe you could just show that to the camera and tell people. Like, people don't always know who Rudy Ray Moore is. They don't know who, you know, the, the legend. What is the legend of Rudy Ray Moore, and what's your connection? Uh, legend of Rudy Ray Moore, this guy right here, Dolomite Rudy Ray Moore, he's a spectacular actor. He's done so much for the black, you know, acting world and um, he's a close friend of mine. He's featured on my album right now in stores, No Limit Top Dog. And, um, you know, we share a great relationship. And uh, it's people like him that inspire me to do what I do. And I just want to give him a shout-out right now, Rudy Ray. Keep it gangster, Dolomite. Snoop, you're wearing some incredible outfits in the movie, and especially right now. Is there going to be a line of clothing coming out? Uh, it could be. It, it might be called K-9 Clothing, you dig? Dolomite started out as a dancer called Prince Dumar. You yourself have some incredible moves, like on Saturday Night Live. Where'd you learn to dance? Um, I really don't look at myself as a dancer. I just get into the music. However the music is, it just, you know, makes me have that type of rotation and motation. So, you know, I'm not really looked at as a dancer. I don't look at as myself as trying to dance. I just like to have a good time. And if I'm grooving, I'm grooving. Oh, looking great, Snoop. Looking great. And looking great in the movies, too. Bones, you look incredible. How about for other things, like getting down and doing it and collaborating? You've collaborated with so many different people. Has Michael Jackson ever approached you? No, nah, but we spoke. You know what I mean? We spoke. Was he down with Snoop? Definitely. I'm down with him as well. You know, that's a beautiful thing. It's two, two musical uh, masterpieces, you know. Maybe one day we'll make something. You're in Vancouver, B.C., Canada right now. Priority Records, you've had an established uh, association with them in the past. The guy who started Priority is from Vancouver, Brian Turner. Oh, he is? He's Canadian. I think he's from Winnipeg, but moved to Vancouver and then moved to L.A. and did California Raisins and then Snoop Doggy Dog. That's right. I heard that. 
What's it like being in Vancouver filming the movie Bones, Snoop? It's beautiful, man. I mean, it's, it's I can't even explain it. I mean, we got nice people out here, respect, green, you know what I mean? Have you checked out much of the TV? You were mentioning you're watching. Have you got down with any of the local Canadian rap? Like, have you heard of Chuck Clare? Because I think he's on Priority Records as well. Yeah, I've heard of him. He's pretty dope. He's got some fly stuff. I like his video. He got some bad little females in this video. Are there any other rappers coming up too? Have you met any, you know, Canadian rappers? Uh, no, because I just been, you know, glued down in this movie, and either when I go to the club, I ain't really trying to hear no rapping, you know what I mean? So you have gone to a few clubs, and has anything in Vancouver uh, perked your interest at all, Snoop? Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a couple of spots out here that, that's off the hook, you know what I'm saying? And it was cool that I went there to get a vibe on the kind of music that I need to go home and make, you know what I'm saying? What were the places, if you could disclose, possibly? Uh, I think it was called, uh, the Wap Baba Lubop, the Wap Bamboo. Baboom! I don't know what the name of them was, because I don't want to tell y'all, because y'all might try to sneak up in there on me. But it's the hot spot downtown. It ain't but three or four of them, and I'm in one of them, so y'all come check it out. Now, Snoop, did you ever party at all with Antoine Big Dog? Yeah, um... He's a Vancouver Grizzlies member. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I mean, me and him chopped it up a couple times. He gave me a few tickets to the games. Just want to say what's up to Big Dog if you're watching out there. In the movie Bones, there's lots of dogs, isn't there, Snoop Dogg? There are lots of dogs, right? I know you don't want to give too much away, but there are dogs, right? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of them. I think it's probably a main dog, you know what I mean? I don't think it's like 75 dogs in the movie. It's probably one or two. Do you know that poodles are the most intelligent dog? Not to me. Pit bulls are the most intelligent dogs. Because I'm a pit bull lover and I know that. I don't have poodles, so I don't know. Well, the reason I mention that, Snoop, is the guy that wrote the book, The Intelligence of Dogs, is from Vancouver, B.C., Canada as well. Don't know him. Never heard of him. And you've been in Vancouver. I heard a rumor, Snoop, that you were out there partying and you bought 90 bottles of wine. That's a damn lie. Because I don't even drink wine. I'm in the club drinking water and 7-Up. Oh, champagne. No, water and 7-Up. <laughs> and then there was another rumor, another Snoop spotting, that somebody went and got some glass pipes. You know, BC being the endo capital of the world, someone got some glass pipes. Have you enjoyed any of the glass pipes at all in BC, Snoop Doggy Dog? No, but I've enjoyed what goes in the glass pipes out here in BC. I don't enjoy glass pipes, only what go in them. How about Tommy Chong? He's from Vancouver, BC, Canada, too. Have you seen him on the street, Snoop? Another person you could call up. Chong? Yeah, Tommy Chong lives just over on the North Shore. Oh, no, I, I, I didn't know that. I'm going to have to look him up. Tell him to come by and let's go up and smoke. Tommy Lee of the band Methods of Mayhem, formerly Motley Crue, you recorded him in Methods of Mayhem. Mm-hmm, that's a close friend of mine, me and Tommy Lee, real cool. That's my boy, him and uh, Tim Dog. What's cracking like in Methods of Mayhem, taking over for the 2G. So you've made up with Tim Dog because he had that song, Blank Compton, which really wasn't too nice to the West Coast. No, this is a different Tim Dog, and um, the other one that you're talking about, he ain't even in the rap game no more, so he's not a problem. The, the, the one I'm talking about is with Tommy Lee. He's, he's the white kid named Tim Dog, the rapper. He's my homeboy. I want to say what's up with him.
I'm glad you clarified that. Actually, Tommy Lee said in an interview that you smoked more endo than he'd ever seen anybody smoke. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. I appreciated that. Because I told everybody out there, I'm the Bob Marley of rap, you dig? So, I mean, you know, I do what I have to do to do what I do. And I do it well. More endo than Peter Tosh. And the great thing about you, Snoop, is you help out so many great groups, like the East Siders. There's a new group that's coming out. And you have a new all-female group coming out? Mm-hmm. Doggies Angels, my female group. It's three females from Los Angeles, you know. I'm coming out with a movie straight to home video DVD form, and their record will be out probably in the fall. Doggies Angels, be on the lookout for it. Snoop Dogg presents Doggies Angels. Snoop Doggy Dog. Dr. Dre has helped out a lot of people, too. Can you tell me anything about this band? I've always wondered about the world-class wrecking crew. There's Dr. Dre in the middle. This is pre-NWA, right? Yes, definitely. This was some of the uh, trend-making music that, you know, formulated that West Coast sound. You know, they had a lot of songs on there that, you know, was like considered R&B songs and big records. That just shows the versatility of Dr. Dre, that he makes good music no matter if it's R&B, if it's gangster rap, if it's pop, if it's hip-hop. And this is before he, you know, formulated N.W.A., so the music was a little bit more, you know, softer and R&B-ish, but it did what it had to do. Was he forced to wear those outfits? Like, the record company saying you got to dress like that? Because you dress like however you want, your Snoop Doggy Dog. Were they forcing them to dress like that? No, I think that was probably the style back then. You got understand when this record came out you know this probably was the style you dig what i'm saying so you gotta you gotta pay respect to that for them having the you know the, the heart to go out there and set their own trends and, and wear this type of thing and put the kind of music down that they did and then make that transformation into doing what they felt was them you dig the next thing you're doing, Snoop, I totally understand, is you're doing Bones, and then you're an NWA, or you just were an NWA. Is that still going on? Like, to be an NWA, that's incredible. Did you ever think you'd be, you know, replacing Eazy-E and NWA? Um, no, I never dreamed of it, and it's not, it's not that I'm replacing. I think I'm just keeping the legacy alive and, you know, adding on to what Easy started, you know, because it's his dream, NWA, you know what I mean, that we're going to keep alive. So, you know, it's all with respect. Ice Cube's parents, are they professors at UCLA? I wouldn't know. You're Snoop Doggy Dog, and I was wondering, Snoop, Vanilla Ice, Eminem, the Beastie Boys, is Eminem really any good? What do you think about Eminem, really, honestly, Snoop? I think he's one of the dopest motherfuckers in the rap game to ever come out. He's got a lot of heart, creativity, and uh, the boy's a star. You know what I'm saying? Whether I say it or not, the public already didn't put the stamp on it. And that's something that you or I and nobody in the world can take away from him. If he's a star, the public is going to put that star stamp on him, and that's what he's going to always be. Well, speaking of the word white, what do you think of Barry White? He's got such a bad rap over the years, but he's done some incredible music. Do you have any props to Barry White? Yeah, I'd like to uh, give a shout-out to Barry White's hairdresser because his hair was beautiful, you know, every time he was on, on a mission. He made some of the best records. He had the best sound, his own sound, the big bass sound. The, 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 he had the cold songs. He knew how to break a woman down. He had a deep voice. I mean, Barry was the main man, you know what I mean? He went through a whole lot to get where he was and give a shout-out to a true legend like Barry White. He was always a legend in my eyes, believe it. Snoop, on the movie Bones here, what's it like shooting a movie? Like, you have guys on the set showing you how to use a switchblade. What's that like? 
I mean, everything is, you know, it's cool because it's like it's a dream that I'm living, you know what I mean? From the 70s to the 2000s, I knew that having a switchblade was, was, was probably the thing to do in 1979. Every real player knew how to work one. So learning how to do that was special because it added to my character to where it would be more believable that I was Jimmy Bones. I was also curious about this other group here, this running with groups, The Whispers. Have you ever heard of these guys at all from L.A.? Because I, I found this record, my friend did, and I've always, you know, 98 cents right here. And I was just curious, what's the significance of The Whispers? Is there any significance behind this group at all, Snoop Doggy Dog? Yeah, I mean, they had a great sound. I mean, I love The Whispers. Do you still listen to a lot of soul? Yeah, I'd like to get this record from you if I could. We'll talk about that later, the negotiations for the Red Fox Puppet and the Whispers record here with Snoop Doggy Dog. Now, Snoop, Master P a lot of times goes, uh, he goes, uh, what's that noise? Uh, what is that? You'd have to ask Master P. Have you ever been forced to do something you didn't want to do in a recording studio? Like, you have the most amazing laid-back draw when you speak there and sing Snoop Doggy Dog and rap. Like, you're not shouting. That's incredible. Like, you're not shouting. Has anybody tried to make you shout? Hey, Snoop. Nah, but I believe that, you know. What's up? They ready for me? Ready on set, sir. All right, here I come. No, I don't think nobody, you know, actually, you know, made me say or do nothing, but it's good to get coached, and Dr. Dre is a coach, and a lot of times he wants me to be more into what I'm doing as far as, like, put more attitude on my rap, but as far as yelling, I never would yell because that ain't my style, baby. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Really appreciate the time here. I was going to ask if you read Murder Dog magazine. There's another influence of Snoop Doggy Dog. Hey, did you ever read Murder Dog? Yeah, I've been in here a couple of times. It's a cool little magazine, and it represents the West Coast and the South to the fullest, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of magazines, you know, don't. So they give a lot of credit and a lot of respect to people who never really would get no love and no respect. Snoop Doggy Dog finally here, winding up. Thanks for speaking to me, Nerdwater Human Serviette. Who would win a fight, Mr. T or Ice T? Mr. T. Snoop, do-do-do-do-do. Do-do. <laughs> and there we have it, an interview with Schnoop Doggy Dog from Two thousand. Now, coming up, another interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2002, when Snoop Doggy Dog was in town shooting the Muppets movie. It's Snoop Doggy Dog versus me, Nardwari Human Serviette, and then after that, an interview from 2003, and then an interview from 2007. All Snoop, that's the brand new interview, all Snoop today on the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Who are you? My name is Big Snoop Dogg, and I'm the king of the West Coast. If you don't know, you do now. Bow wow. Snoop, you're here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and we'd like to give you a little welcome to our house. Here you go, a little present for you. Any man, good looking, man. That's called a Black Panther. That's what I am, a Black Panther. Can you believe it? 
the little cat to go play with the dogs. <laughs> I can dig it, man. I got a cat at home named Frank Sinatra, a little white cat with blue eyes. He's love. He's gonna love this right here. Now you he got a little black homeboy. <laughs> Snoop, you love Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Do you have a house here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? Um, no, not yet, but um, I got a lot of friends out here that always make it feel like home out here. So I look at Vancouver as a home away from home. The people out here treat me with so much love and just a beautiful situation. I can breathe clearly over here. You dig? I wish you could tell that to Steve Francis. He only thought the only good thing about Vancouver was cheap CDs. What's up with that, eh? I mean, he didn't give it a chance, you know what I'm saying? So I came out here and gave it a chance when I shot my movie Bones, followed up and shot a couple of videos out here, fell in love with the people, the community, just the whole vibe, you know what I'm saying? The only thing I got a problem with is customs, but now they're starting to treat me a little bit better. Now, speaking of customs, you did this movie here, Snoop, with Tommy Chong. Yeah, The Wash. Tommy Chong had a cameo in there where uh, he actually sold me a few things. Um, it was a pleasure to work with him because I grew up off watching Cheech and Chong. And, and he lives in Vancouver, too. That's a good thing. That's my main man, Tommy Chong. If you're watching this, what's up, homie? Does Tommy still smoke? Um, I don't know. I can't say if he does or if he didn't. You know, you'd have to ask him that. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, the last time I was talking to you, you were really excited to see my Red Fox doll. You almost tried to buy it off me. In fact, you took my Whispers record. Now I think it's totally amazing. You have your own doll. Yeah, that's real talk. It's called uh, Lil Junior. That's the name of my doll. And you can go to vitaltoys.com if you'd like to see it before it comes out. It's actually a replica of Snoop Dogg. The way I'm standing right here is the way he's standing. He can move like me. He can do just about anything except talk, but he can do it all. His name is Lil Junior. Hit us up at vitaltoys.com if you want to check it out. Now, Snoop Dogg, some other people have done some Snoop Dogging. Check this out. This is... this. I'll just get this to you. This is a Snoop Dogg marionette. Oh, that's sharp. Ted, you see this? This is a Snoop Dogg marionette. This is a Snoop Dogg marionette made by some dudes from the BBC in Scotland. That's dope right there. Can I get one of them? I need to take one of them home, man. That's slick. Yeah, we'll give you a copy to Mag there. That's dope. I like that. Now, I was curious there, Snoop. You're here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You know, we're talking here a bit about dolls and puppets and stuff. You are here for the Muppet Christmas. Yeah, a very uh, special Muppet Christmas. That's what I was out here to do today, to shoot that. Um, I was, you know, very excited about the opportunity to do it, you know, because I grew up loving the Muppets. I got three kids at home that still love the Muppets like I do. And it's a good thing that I could come out here and interact with a program that's so, you know, targeted towards the kids. You know what I mean? I love y'all. Snoop, you're so versatile. You can do porno and you can do the Muppets. That's incredible, Snoop. That's what I say. My, uh, my fan base is from 5 to about 65. It's a real thing. Snoop, what's the best Muppet to work with? Who's the nicest Muppet to work with? Um, either Miss Piggy or Kermit. One of the two. But I had fun with all of them today. Janice, uh, Ralph, uh, Teeth. Uh, I mean, I had a great time, man. I, I can't even lie to you. They really turned me on today, man. I really fell in love with the Muppets all over again. Are you going to be able to rap with the Count at all? You never know. He's cold. The Count is real cold. He's real pimpish, you know what I'm saying, with his collar up, popping that collar one time, Jack. Now, going back for the history of the Muppets, there is Roosevelt Franklin. Do you remember Roosevelt Franklin? I remember Roosevelt. He wasn't on the set today, but I sure remember him. Yeah, are there any black Muppets on the set? 
Well, I think I was the only black Muppet on the set, you know what I'm saying? I put the flavor in the game today. So, I mean, you know, it's a good thing. The Muppets is green, orange, purple, brown. You know, they got a whole bunch of colors. They just a special situation that's still alive. Jim Henson, you was a, a, a genius for creating that. You were Snoop Dogg in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Do you remember Roscoe Orman? He played Gordon on Sesame Street. Yeah, he was sharp. He was real slick. I remember that. I remember Big Bird, the Cookie Monster, you know what I'm saying? I'm down with all of that. Because he also did the movie Willie Dynamite, so he was a player and on Sesame Street to Muppets, just like you there, Snoop. Willie Dynamite, that's, that's strange you said that. One of my artists, Superfly, his album is called Willie Dynamite. I mean, we, we love Willie Dynamite. That was a hell of a pimp movie. Goes down in history. Roscoe was sharp on Sesame Street, and for him to make that movie do that just shows that you can do what you want to do if you wide range like that. Now, I gotta ask you, Snoop Dogg, what did the Muppets think about Endo? Uh, we didn't talk about Endo, but I mean, we shot it in Vancouver, B.C., so I'm pretty sure they're aware. I mean, you look at Kermit, he's pretty green, and you got a new green car, so I think Kermit is down with it there, Snoop Doggy Dog? You never know, you have to ask him, Snoop Doggy Dog, Kermit the Frog, bow wow. Snoop Doggy Dog, is this the ultimate way to get high? What can you tell the people about this right here? This is, um, it looks like a vaporizer, but it might be the talk box that Roger Troutman used to use, but at the same time, Animal from, uh... Uh, Muppets, he has one in his mouth on the set today, getting his thing on with it. So it might be, you never know. That's what it is. It's a talk box. Snoop. Keep putting shit in my hands. Snoop, what's the importance? Sorry, what's the importance? What's the importance here, Snoop, of the band Zap and Roger Troutman? Well, the importance of Zap and Roger Troutman was they were a part of this funk movement, you know, extended and put in the game by Boosie Collins and George Clinton, you know, coming from the product of James Brown, the king of funk, the godfather of funk, godfather of soul. So, I mean, Zap was a, another branch to the funk tree, just like I'm funk. You know what I'm saying? I am a branch of the funk tree. It was a part of the game that needs to be spread out, and it spread out and, you know, bred people like myself. Good thing. Roger Troutman, rest in peace. Snoop Doggy Dog, I think it's great that you can work with the old, with the old school rockers right here. You working here with Bootsy Collins, Snoop Doggy Dog. That is amazing. And Fred Wesley. Bootzilla Baba. I mean, I'm a part of the funk train. You dig what I'm talking about? I mean, I'm before my time, man, in a real way. I think I'm a throwback. I go back with all of the old school action. I can make things for the new school people as well. But, you know, being able to work with Bootsy, Fred Wesley, George Clinton, and all those great artists from back in yesteryear, it's a, it's a beautiful situation. I'm glad that they accept me for who I am and let me continue to drive the mothership connection to the funk men baby. Now, winding up your Snoop Doggy Dog, do you think you ever will make a comedy record, maybe like Richard Pryor? Super nigga! You know what? I got a character I'm making called Super Nigga. I need to get this album, thanks. No, not again, Snoop! You're stealing my stuff! I ain't stealing and I'm taking it. No, 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 no! You just realized that there was a record and actually Snoop Blowfly. What can you tell the people about Blowfly? DJ Quick is down with Blowfly. Me too. Uh, Rap Dirty, Blowfly's Convoy, uh... The uh, electronic pussy, uh, uh, what else is on here? Sesame Street, Batman sign, One Less Dick, Tom Jones Show. Blowfly is a legend, man. He was one of him and Rudy Ray Moore. Well, they had records back in the days. They used to be at my house. 
and they used to be up under the uh, component set, and my moms would leave, I'd slap them on, listen to what they say, and just have a ball listening to them, man. This is another record I'm taking from you. Actually, there's no album in that one. You'll just... I just need to cover. Baboon, because you were Snoop Doggy Dogg. Now, Snoop Doggy Dogg, lastly here, I want to talk about your brand new record, Welcome to the House. Now, tell us about the Girls Gone Wild section of the CD. Um, the Girls Gone Wild section of the CD, that's something that I did with uh, Joe Francis, the creative Girls Gone Wild, and it just puts the freakness in your weakness, you know what I'm talking about? It's a good thing that we can mix both of them up and make it happen like that, so y'all go get it, Girls Gone Wild doggy style, when it hits your store real soon. Have you ever heard of the movie Meet the Feebles at all? Yeah, you know what? I seen that movie late night one night. I heard that the guy who directed uh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I heard he did it. And um, when I seen it, I had told one of my artists, I was like, man, Cocaine, you need to see this movie. This shit is so off the hook with these uh, Muppet-like characters. And they were shooting and having sex and just being so real. It was like a crazy movie to me. I actually bought the movie, and I watched it, and I watched it, and I watched it. And I feel like that's a classic movie that people really need to know about. It's so, like the X-rated version of the Muppets, isn't it? The shit is hot. And you are kind of like the ghetto Steven Spielberg, aren't you there, Snoop? No, I'm the ghetto uh, Martin Scorsese. Did you win some awards for your porno? Yeah, I won two awards, two ABN awards. I won the uh, Top Seller Adult Video of 2001, and then I won the Best Music in an Adult Video. Snoop Doggy Dog, what about your theme park? Is there going to be a theme park, a Snoop Doggy Dog theme park? Yes, I'm trying to create a park right now called Doggy Land, where we have a lot of rides and fun-filled things for the kids as well as the adults. Just trying to get it together and find the right location, so be on the lookout for it. Snoop Doggy Dog, here we are at the end of the interview, and you're walking away with my stuff again. I mean, it's like taking candy from a baby. You're such a nice guy. Remember last time you took my Whispers record? Remember the Red Fox doll? Yeah, that shit was dope. I, I had a great time taking it from you, too. <laughs> I never stole something so easy before. Well, I didn't give you the Red Fox doll last time. You took the Whispers record. Whatever happened to that? It's at my house getting spent right now. I love the Whispers. I grew up on them. You know how it is when you see something you grew up on and you ain't seen it in a long time. You just got to have it. I got to have this. And now you're taking my Blowfly and Richard Pryor record. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. No, it's Super Nigga and Blowfly. Stealing stuff from Nardware to Human Serviette. I got to do it. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Really appreciate your time. Anything else you'd like to add to the people out there at all? Thank y'all for supporting me for so many years. You know what I'm saying? It's true. You can do what you want to do if you keep God first and just believe in yourself. Um, I'm a proven example of that. I'm going to continue to make good music for those who love and support me. Y'all keep doing what y'all do while I do what I do. LBC, y'all love your church. Snoop Doggy Dog, thanks so much. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do 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 <laughs> I'm gone. Come on, put your hands together for me.
an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog, who took my Blowfly and Richard Pryor records from 2002, and before that, an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2000. Today in an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show, we're replaying all my interviews with Snoop Doggy Dog, including a brand new interview from one week ago, 2007, with Snoop Doggy Dog. So we heard an interview from 2000, an interview from 2002, and it seems natural that we should play an interview now from 2003. And then, right after that, an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from now. Who are you? Snoop Dogg, the player, entertainer, slash MC of the night. Snoop, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Hey, thank y'all for having me. And Snoop, who'd you have beside you? Archbishop Don Magic One. Welcome to Vancouver, Archbishop. Uh, it's always a treat when players meet. It's such an honor for Snoop Dogg to bring the crew over here to Canada to be able to entertain. And I see that the fans that have come out, they love big Snoop Dogg over here, Jack Chetch. Snoop, the first time I talked to you, you took my Red Fox doll, although I was able to get it back. And you also took my Whispers record. Do you remember that, Snoop? Yeah, you had a lot of good shit I wanted, you know what I'm saying? And then the next time I talked to you, you took my Blowfly and my Richard Pryor record. Do you remember that at all, Snoop? Yeah, you got some more shit for me to take? <laughs> well, yes, that's what I thought I would do. Right off the bat, I thought I would give you something, and then you can't take anything. Right here is a little Canadian gift, a little Cheech and Chong record for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Now, Snoop, if you open that up, what do you see inside this Cheech and Chong record? A big old zigzag and a picture of Cheech and Chong. Yes, some Cheech and Chong rolling paper is inside this. Big, 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 big rolling papers. And I guess what I was wondering is, Snoop, is do you still need to use rolling paper, if you know what I mean, for the endo? No. No, I don't have to. But there's a Canadian present for you, good old Tommy Chong that you rocked with. Yeah, good looking there. Now, Snoop, you're here in Vancouver doing the Ho 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 right across Canada Christmas tour, right? Yeah, that's what I'm out here for. And that's with your 17-piece band? That's amazing, the Schnoopadelic Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just try to put on a good show wherever I go, you know what I'm saying? And, Snoop, how do you do gangster music with a band? It's just, it's good music. That's that's what it is. G music is good music. It's not a particular t- uh, type of music. It's 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 just an expression. It, it doesn't matter the way you say it, it's how you say it. And it's just a good feeling when we're doing it. Snoop Doggy Dog, you are a gangster. I know you're a gangster because recently I got the gangster coloring book. And there you are, the gangster rap coloring book, Snoop Doggy Dog. You're crazy. Yes, the gangster rap coloring book. You've been immortalized. 
That's cool. I'm taking this. Yes, that's for you, Snoop Doggy Dog. Taking that. Hold that, Church. That's tight. So, Snoop, you're doing this tour across Canada. It's incredible. Like, for instance, you're playing the big cities like Vancouver and Toronto, but you're also doing, like, five dates in Alberta. You are playing places that Canadian bands don't even play. That's amazing, Snoop. Hey, that's what it's all about, going to the places where people don't get a chance to see you and feel you and touch you and get them a show sometimes, too, you know. It's always about the big people, but sometimes you got to remember the small people, too. So you're going to be touring Canada in the dead of winter. There's going to be lots of snow. Do you like hockey, Snoop? Um, I don't really understand hockey. I like the physical side of it as far as the fighting, but as far as me knowing, I don't know the game yet. You do love football, don't you? Like, you coach your son's football team, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a coach. Do you think, Snoop Doggy Dog, you'll ever make a record perhaps like this? The Super Bowl Shuffle. <laughs> the Chicago Bears. That's cold, Jack. Yeah, that was. 85, wasn't it, Jack? Yeah, with Refrigerator Perry. William the Refrigerator Perry. And Walter Payton was wearing kangaroo shoes. So do you think, Snoop, that you ever will make a record like the Super Bowl shuffle with your kids and your team? Never know. If we keep winning, I might have to. What do you think about the refrigerator, William Perry? He did celebrity wrestling and celebrity boxing with Manute Bull, and he lost to Manute Bull. He got his ass beat. Manute Bull put that reach on him. Yeah, it's got one hell of a reach, Snoop Doggy Dog. And um, actually, I was just wondering about that. Manute Bull is a person that was associated with the rock and roll rapper known as William Perry. And also, William Perry worked with the Fat Boys. Do you have any good stories about the Fat Boys? Do you think the Fat Boys were the best beatboxers ever, Snoop Doggy Dog? Yeah, I think they were the best beatbox band. You know, Dougie Fresh was true indeed an original and fly for what he did, but the Fat Boys had their own style of doing it. They were a great influence on people, Snoop Doggy Dog, and you've been a great influence. Archbishop Don Juan, Snoop has been an amazing influence of people in Vancouver, and check this out, Snoop. Look what this is. Somebody has a dog poo removal service called Scoop Doggy Dog. Oh, that's fly. We're number one and number two. Preach. And this is from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Scoop, doggy dog. Thank y'all, people. I love y'all for that. Appreciate it. Keep picking up shit all day. Snoop, doggy dog, lately you've been partying at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, me and my peoples. I was wondering about the Holiday Inn. The song Holiday Inn, do you take any of your lyrics at all from Ronnie Hudson and the West Coast Pop Lock? What is the importance of Ronnie Hudson? Does he relate at all to the Holiday Inn? My Rolls Royce, Cadillac, Lincoln and Mercedes Benz, Pop Locking at the Howard Johnson, Sheraton, Pop Locking at the Holiday Inn. That's the one you're talking about? Yes. And now, does that relate to Holiday Inn, the song you did with Chingy? Same. Yeah, it's the same hotel. You know, it's a hotel that just, you know, it's a fun spot. It ain't too much to get up in there, but you can have a lot of fun when you do. I need to get that record about you, too. That's gangster right there. Actually, that one you can't take from me, unfortunately. No, 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 Snoop. That one you can't take. That actually... So tough. No. Out here, baby. No, you can't take that one, Snoop. But Snoop Doggy Dog, I was wondering, when I did talk to the last time when you took my Below Fly and Richard Pryor record, you're not taking that Pop Lock one, you were doing the Muppets. What happened? You were cut out of the Muppets. I don't know. You got to go get an interview with them and ask them what's happening because I did my part and I thought it was going to come on, so I don't know what happened. I was really looking forward to that and you were cut out. And then I was thinking, I was doing research for the interview a while back and I was thinking, Roosevelt Franklin, he was the original Black Muppet, wasn't he? 
Yeah, he was. But then I did some more research, Snoop, and I saw this particular black Muppet, this OG guy. What do you think about this guy right here? Is oh, this, this the... Right here. This is the original black Muppet. What do you think? This ain't no motherfucking original black muffin with no tight ass slacks on. With a corduroy coat on. Yeah, that's Sambone. Sambone or some motherfucking body. Look how they did him. That's cold. I'm keeping it though so we can erase this from history. Uh, no, Snoop, you you uh, you cannot take that or the Pop Lock record. Those yeah, are just to show you. That from history, man. But Snoop Doggy Dog, you were in town a little while back working on The L Word. The L Word, a show about lesbians. Mm hmm. Now, what was that like? Because I heard that's your dream. Halle Berry and J-Lo and Snoop Doggy Dog all together. Yeah, we, we love the same thing. You know, lesbians and me have something in common. What were you playing on that show? And that was something to do with Pam Greer, wasn't it? The L word. Yeah, I was a, um, a record producer who actually, you know, wanted to use one of her songs, which Pam Greer was her character. She's an old school artist who has a singing career that's sort of kind of like disappeared and I sampled one of her songs and brought her back to life on the set of the L word I heard your trailer was completely filled with cereal do you love cereal was your trailer filled with cereal Snoop Doggy Dog Mm-mm. I don't know what I gave bro. you don't like cereal what is your favorite cereal I like Captain Crunch and you are Snoop Doggy Dog in Vancouver British Columbia Canada and Snoop you're also working on Starsky and Hutch yeah it's done you funny in a motherfucker. Looking at you, make a motherfucker straight laugh. <laughs> well, you are Snoop Doggy Dog, and you work with Fred Williamson. <laughs> yeah, the hammer. I work with the hammer. The hammer. And Fred the Hammer Williamson posed for Playgirl years ago. So the question arises, would Snoop Doggy Dog ever pose for Playgirl? It depends on how much money they got. You are Snoop Doggy Dog. Now, Snoop Doggy Dog, would you ever wear a dress, say, like Flip Wilson? Never, no, never, 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 never. You'll never wear a dress? Never, no, never, 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 never. Now, what about Flip Wilson, and why won't you wear a dress? Flip Wilson was a comedian. He played characters like that. I don't get out like that. He was Nadine. Wasn't that his character that he played? Geraldine. Geraldine, yeah. He would show up with it. You know what I'm saying? That's him. You know, I don't, I can't do that. You couldn't see Snoop in that dress, then. And Snoop Doggy Dog, your influence goes pretty far. And I wanted to ask you right here about a little interview I did a while back with Vanilla Ice. Do you remember Vanilla Ice? Yeah, I remember. No, Vanilla Ice, Snoop Doggy Dog, he claims that he paved the way for Snoop Dogg and Death Row Records, believe it or not. That's what he says. Snoop Dogg was, um, wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Death Row Records and... Vanilla Ice, and we're going to play it right here. We're going to play it. This is Snoop Doggy Dog. Check what Vanilla Ice has to say to you. Vanilla Ice, did you pave the way for Snoop Doggy Dog and Death Row Records? If it wasn't for Vanilla Ice, would there be Snoop Doggy Dog or Death Row Records? Man, come on. You're stretching it, dude. No, no, no. I mean... You, you did know. pave the way, though, didn't you? Indirectly. There would be no Snoopy Doggy Dog if there wasn't Vanilla Ice, right? You know, you said the word indirectly, you know. Everybody knows about the Suge Knight, uh, you know, incident. And, uh, yes, in a way, I contributed to the Chronic Records, Snoop Dogg, and Tupac. I funded, basically, initially, the beginning of that whole Death Row project uh, in 
exactly. <laughs> but I look willingly? Well, no, not willingly. But you know what? It was all good because I look at it in a positive way. I got way more money than I ever expected today. And, you know, basically, uh, uh, I look at it as like it was an investment in some of the best hip-hop ever to live and ever, ever come out. So I'm, I'm happy for it, you know? I'm happy. What do you think about that, Snoop? Man, if that's the way he feel, he telling the truth. You know, you got to speak. Okay. You got to speak what's from your heart to your mind. Check this out. This is Vanilla Ice talking about who is Mini-Me. M-M, Mini-Me. M-M. Well, yo, you know what it is? I, I, it's like this. It's been a long time since you've seen me on the TV. V-Ice is here for Sheezy, taking what's mine, cause it's my time to hit y'all with a new style of rhyme. Yeah, this is hip rock. It can't be stopped. I bomb the system straight to the top. Millions of dollars. I've been spending them. I love rap. I paved the way for Eminem. Needless to say, I rap back today. Y'all forgot about me like y'all forgot about Dre. But I'm still here with no fear. I say what I want and I make sure it's clear. Yeah, Vanilla Ice, take that Eminem. What do you think about that, Snoop Doggy Dog? <laughs> You're stupid. You're stupid in a motherfucker. <laughs> no words for Vanilla Ice, just a stupid motherfucker? No, no, I didn't say he was stupid. I said you stupid in a motherfucker. Uh, thank you, Snoop Doggy Dog. I appreciate that. And winding up here, Snoop Doggy Dog, you have done everything, haven't you? You've pretty much done everything. Everything except your mother. Well, actually, there's one thing you have not done, Snoop Doggy Dog. You have not done a ventriloquist record yet. Have you ever thought about doing a ventriloquist record, Snoop Doggy Dog? I like that. That's kind of hard right there. I might have to. Richard and Willie, I remember them. We used to have these records back at the house. I might have to do that. That, that, that would be some fly shit. That's some smart shit that your funny-looking ass didn't say it. That's a ventriloquist record. I thought you'd be maybe doing that on your show. That'd be pretty cool. I like that. That's sharp. I might have to. But I'm going to let you be the one to put your hand up cuz ass while I do all the talking. <laughs> Ba-boom! <laughs> now, Snoop Doggy Dog, you dirty dog, you. How about this for the name of your next record there, Snoop Doggy Dog? Sex Mouth. Nah. Nah. What is it, from Leroy and Skillet? Yeah, this is the Sex Mouth by... Johnny Only Show Live. He used to be with Leroy and uh, Skillet. Yeah. And Snoop Doggy Dog, what about this right here for the cover of your next record I was thinking you might like? What about that, Snoop Doggy Dog, you know? Oh, you crazy. Tommy Tucker. Yeah, Tommy Tucker. Let's just uh, show that to the camera. That, I propose that to be the new Snoop Doggy Dog record cover. That's crazy. <laughs> High heel sneakers. Lean greens. Satisfying feeling. Snoop Doggy Dog, I want to ask you about crafty people. Could you tell me the story behind this record here? Chronic 2000. Now, Suge Knight put this out before Dr. Dre could call his record the Chronic. What's the deal? Is that how crafty Suge Knight is? And there's a guy in here called Swoop. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This shit is whack. It's basically, it's like, um, how would you say it? You know, bullshit and real shit. You know, you put the bullshit out first to pave the way for the real shit. You know, he tried to beat us to the punch with this, but how many copies did this sell? About 15,000? He probably bought all of them. There's some shit I don't want. So and you were... And you are Snoop Doggy Dog and winding up your Snoop Doggy Dog in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Did you know that Jimmy Walker was the official comedian for the Black Panthers? No, I didn't know that. That's news to my ears. And why would you say that? He's the official comedian of the Black Panthers. He really was, going way back when. 
He was, Judge? First I heard of that, though. You know, I've been knowing Jimmy since early in his career. And I know, you know, a few of the party members, you know, Mark Clark from out of Chicago. But this is the first I heard of that. It's on his it's a strong possibility. You know, Simon Davis Jr. worked it with him also, so it's a strong possibility. I did an interview with him, and he did admit it. That's a beautiful thing. Jimmy Walker, JJ, the Black Panthers. Were you the official comedian <laughs> of the Black Panthers? What's going on there? I was the official comedian for the Black Panthers for about two years. The official comedian for the Black Panthers in the East, ladies and gentlemen. And I used to always think, because we always bring guns to these cultural meetings. If the guy didn't like me, he was standing by watching the door, he could just pick up his gun and go... Done. <laughs> I love little-known facts, Snoop Doggy Dog. And what do you think about Bill Cosby singing? What do you think about Bill? Have you ever heard Bill Cosby singing? No, I never heard him singing, but I'm a fan of Bill also. I like what he do. And winding up here, Snoop Doggy Dog, just lastly, I wanted to ask you about these guys, the Lifers Group. These guys recorded in jail. Have you ever thought about doing a project like that? You know, like getting some guys that are in jail to record. This is the lifers group. What's sort of East Coast type thing? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, though. I, I would do something totally different, though. But that's, that's fly, though. I seen it. I, I heard it. It was dope. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Doggy Dog and Archbishop Don. Magic Wand, chairman of the board of famous players everywhere, church. Appreciate your time, and I want to leave you, Snoop Doggy Dog, with a little joke that I have. Snoop Doggy Dog, thanks for speaking to me, Nardwar to Human Serviette. How does Snoop Doggy Dog keep his whitest clothes the whitest? Mm. Stay, uh, stay 15 feet away from the suckers at all times. Reach. No, he uses lots of bleach. <laughs> they learning over here. They yeah, they learning. <laughs> How was that? How was that? Oh, I got a joke for you. Go ahead, Snoop Doggy Dog. Let's say, for instance, you <laughs> I have this. Um, well, it's not a joke. This is a guy I used to work out in for uh, much music. His name is Malone Brown. You ever heard of him? No, I have not. Malone Brown. No, I have not. Malone Brown dick in your mouth. <laughs> Boom! Snoop Doggy Dog in the house! <laughs> now that's gangster. Thank well, thanks so much, Snoop. Keep on rocking in the free world, and Do, 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 do. Do, do. They called me sweetness, and I like to dance. Running the ball is like Mickey Moore Mance. We had the goal since training camp to give Chicago a Super Bowl champ. And we're not doing this because we're greedy. The Bears are doing it to feed the needy. We didn't come here to look for trouble. We just come here to do the Super Bowl shop. This is Speedy Willie, and I'm world class. I like running, but I love to get the pass. I practice all day and dance all night. I gotta get ready for the Sunday fight. Now, I'm as smooth as a chocolate swirl. I dance little funky, so watch me, girl. There's no one here that doesn't like me. My Super Bowl shuffle will set you free. I'm Sam 
I might, I stop from cold. Part of the defense, big and bold. I've been jamming for quite a while, doing what's right and setting aside. Give me a chance, I'll rock you good. Nobody messing in my neighborhood. I didn't come here looking for trouble. I just came to do the Super Bowl show. We are the Bears, shuffling crew, shuffling on down, doing it for you. We're so bad, we know we're good. We're so bad, we know we're good 
and you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar de Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard the Chicago Bears shuffling crew with the Super Bowl Shuffle. And before that, an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2003. And before that, an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2002. And before that, an interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2000. Now, coming up, a brand new interview with Snoop Doggy Dog from 2007. Snoop, you guys ready, Corey? Yeah, so long, dog. You ready? I think I might not ever be ready. <laughs> long Little Kane, that album was sick. That album was sick. That album was super sick. I get raw. Uh, R-A-W. 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 Uh, set it off. Backstage here with Snoop Doggy. D-O-Double Jizzle. Who are you? Snoop Dogg, the greatest rapper of all time. Nissan LBC, the LBC savior. I'm the best thing rap got going. Snoop Doggy Dog, is it true that you lectured at Oxford? Did you lecture at Oxford University? I did lecture at uh, Oxford University along with Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, just to name a few. You know, I got bitches everywhere. Snoop Doggy Dog, I think it's amazing. You always take it to another level. The Snoop Hot Dog. How can anybody top the smooth Snoop Hot Dog? What you can tell me about the Snoop Hot Dog? It's a beautiful thing. You know, everybody loves to eat hot dogs, so why not eat a foot-long hot dog with Snoop Dogg on it? You understand me? No balls included. What does it taste like, Snoop Dogg? What do your wieners taste like? Uh... <laughs> They taste good, actually. They uh, taste like the best hot dogs you ever had with seasoning salt on the inside of them. My Uncle Rio got seasoning salt in the hot dogs. <laughs> Where can you get them, Snoop? Where can you get the Snoop hot dog? They're going to be at local venues at uh, grocery stores. I'm opening up a Snooper market, a chain of Snooper markets where they're going to be selling them at, as well as the sporting events, the uh, arenas where they play basketball, football, and baseball. Snoop, I think it's great, the hot dog. And I think you are a person you can ask about advice and stuff. What do you think about this right here? This marketing doll they have, the Bismarquee doll. If you want to open it up, you can go check that out. And tell me what you think about the Bismarquee's doll. This is the biz. This is the biz. That's my oh, sorry about that biz, you big head fucker. This what? is my homeboy. What do you think about the biz? What can you tell the importance of the biz, Snoop, and the biz doll? What do you think about this from a marketing perspective? It's diabolical. He's like the amazing beatboxer, isn't it? In a cereal box. What do you think? This is dope. This is dope. I like this. What they were selling this at? Probably about $200, Snoop Dogg. How long ago did you get it? It's been on the market about two years or so. Oh, it just came out? Yes, and the biz, two years, actually, and the biz has been taking it to another level. Check it out, Snoop. He also has, because you're the wizard of marketing, the biz clock. He's got his own clock. Is that something that's ever gone through your mind for a biz clock? <laughs> a snooper clock? Nah, I ain't thinking about getting no clock. I'm just tripping off Ben's expression. He's something on this <laughs> I can't believe it. 
believes I'm still on the clock. Snoop Dogg, what's Snoop Dogg food like? What's the dog food like that you have? Because you have Snoop Dogg food, don't you? Doggy yeah, biscuits? Doggy biscuits, dog pet line products. I even got clothes for your dogs, you know, sort of kind of like some of the outfits you're wearing, like this sweater you got on. It's like one of my outfits I got for the dogs. Baboom! <laughs> you love the dogs, don't you, Snoop Dogg? Like, you really do love the dogs. I really do. I'm a dog lover. That's just... By nature, you know what I'm saying? George Clinton called me the futuristic by a while. Because I want to ask you what you think about when you read of stuff like this. Like, check this out. This was in my local paper, the North Shore News. And check out this headline that we have right here in the North Shore News. And it says, Snoop Dogg faces execution following West Van attacks. Snoop Doggy Dog is just bad to the bones. Said neighbors who were bitten and chased by him near West Vancouver British Properties home over a nine-month stint. Oh, this must be a dog named Snoop Doggy Dog, not me. <laughs> yes, it is. A Rottweiler cross named Snoop Dog has been put on doggy death row this week. Wow. So how do you feel when dogs get put on doggy death row there, Snoop Dogg? Like, fellow dogs and stuff like that. Like, you love the dogs. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. If, well, I wish I didn't know about this. I would have went broke him out. I would have broke him out. If I would have been there, he would have been alive. I would have got the key or something. Sorry about that, Snoop Dogg. You went out like a gangster, though. A West Van gangster G. Sure did. Snoop, what do you remember about being in Korn's video, Twisted Transistor? Um... Just being a rock and roll star that I am, having fun, acting the fool. And who was else in the video, and what was it all about? David Banner was in the video, Lil John was in the video, and um, Exhibit. We actually played uh, Corn. They got some rappers to play to him. And in the video, there's a guy wearing a tartan hat and asking you some questions, and he gets slapped. Do you he, remember doing that at all? He imitated you. That's what I was wondering. Is that an illusion to me? It is. It was you. We we, we thought about you, uh, Corn, and myself, and my manager. Um, Ted? No, his name is Dick. His last, Dick, you don't know my manager, Dick? Last name in your mouth? <laughs> Boom! Yeah, Dick in your mouth. Yeah, my manager Dick in your mouth told me to tell you that. <laughs> no, is that true, though? Hold on, hold on, go ahead. Uh, winding up here, Snoop Doggy Dog, I just think it's amazing. Thank you for giving me the props here. I would like to ask you, why do you like to steal my stuff, Snoop Dogg? Remember you first tried to steal my Red Fox doll? Do you remember that? I stole the Blowfly album from you. You I... wouldn't let me take the Red Fox doll, but I see some shit I'm taking today. I'm taking that. I'm taking this. I'm taking that. Uh, I... I'm not sure, Snoop Dogg. You took the Blowfly album. That was quite intense of you. And actually, I talked to Blowfly, and he has a message for you for taking my Blowfly album. I talked to him, too. And what is Blowfly's message to Snoop Dogg, do you think? Here is Blowfly's message to Snoop Dogg for taking my record. And here we go. Snoop, you remember you snow my fucking record, dog? You are a fucking dysentery and bone burying, tick catching, police scratching, likes erasing, hoe chasing, no growling, bull moon howling, no listen, biting, pissing, no barking, bone hawking, collar carrying, hound marin, cat beating, apple eating, poor excuse for major mutt. Your breath smell like undouche lasher, but I'm out of the cut. In exactly 13 days from now, Snoop, you're going to look down and find a beautiful pussy where your little dick used to be. <laughs> ah, 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 I'm gone. 
slow fly. That nigga said, oh, 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 I'm gone. Blowfly to the rescue. Blowfly sticking up for me, Snoop Doggy Dog. Well, that's some OG shit right there, because Blowfly is a real motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about? And this is the real McCoy. Come on and join Blowfly's convoy. So are you ever going to sing with Blowfly on the stage? He wants you to sing with him on stage to convoy. I want to I get down with Blowfly. Blowfly, I want to get in the studio with you, make some music with you, and do it big with you. You're one of the artists that I'm looking forward to working to. I always wanted to get down with you. And remember also, you mess with Nardwater Human Serviette and Blowfly will come after you, Snoop. What's going to happen in 13 days, eh? I'm going to leave you alone because I don't want that to happen, man. I don't want Uncle Blowfly to put that curse on me. Snoop Doggy Dog, winding up here lastly, what can you tell about the importance of R&B and stuff? Here we have Lynn Collins with her song Think About It, which I think you sampled way back when. Yep, this is a bad record right here. James Brown produced it, I believe. Yep. What is really the importance of R&B and soul with Snoop Dogg? Um... Like, why do you like R&B and soul? There's so much of it, like, like slave, too. It's the feel of the music. It's like the sound of it, the feel of it. Oh, man. This is Slave, who you sampled for Gin and Juice. Yeah, watching ladies, watching you. Like, these are really important soul R&B records. You really love it. Look at me. I'm in love. What do you remember about the moment, Snoop Dogg? Look at me, I'm in love. The preacher said, I'm in love. Oh, this is the shit right here. I remember they had the, uh, the um, falsetto voice. The lead singer was singing high voice. Lastly here, Snoop Dogg, how did you get your tape to Dr. Dre, you and Warren G? How did you get your tape to him? How did you get your demo tapes to him in the early days? Shit, Wargy got that motherfucker to it. That's his brother, so he found a way to get it to him doing a, um, a bachelor party. The music had cut off, and uh, Wargy slipped my CD on, on my cassette at the time. He slipped my cassette on, and he kept the party rocking. Snoop Dogg, what can you tell me here about Special Ed? He was a big influence on you, wasn't he? Yeah, the Special Ed. Special Ed. It's my homeboy right here. We finally got together and made a record together, too. That's my homeboy. I was definitely inspired by him because I liked his style and the way he just was different than everybody else and how he just, he never really did it like nobody else. He did his shit the way he's supposed to do it, and I liked that. That showed me how to be me. Snoop Dogg, I was wondering, what does this mean? You addressed this soul plane hat to me, and it says CMF. What does CMF mean, Snoop Dogg? Cock-sucking motherfucker. Should I take that as a compliment? Definitely. You suck cock good here. Well, thank you very much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Anything else you want to say to the people out there? I'm the greatest of all time next to Cassius Clay and James Brown. And then the Snoop Dogg. What about Curtis Blow? Curtis Blow good. But like I said, Cassius Clay, James Brown, then Snoop Dogg. Cassius Cray, you mean the greatest Cassius Cray? That's what I just told you, didn't I? He's the greatest of all time. This is him talking? Yes, it is. And doing some rapping as well. This is Muhammad Ali. Have you ever met him at all? Yes, this is the champ. I need this for the beast that I'm making right now. I don't think you can take this, Snoop Dogg. No, I'm just going to borrow it. I don't. What is the difference between taking and borrowing Snoop? We've been through this. I mean, I'm going to give it back to you. Taking me, you ain't getting shit back. <laughs> okay? Why do you always take my stuff, Snoop Doggy Dog? Because let me tell you what I'm going to do with this. I'm going to go to my DJ. I'm going to let him sample it, put it in it from the turntable to the computer, and I'm going to give it back to you because I know this means a lot to you. I'm not going to be like I used to be when I used to see you taking your shit. I'm going to borrow it now. It's going to be both of our shit. Okay? 
I'm just going to keep it at my house. And whenever you need it, you can get it. Really? I can come to your house, Snoop Doggy Dog? The next interview we do is going to be at my house. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. And you can have the poster as well. I'm giving. I'm throwing in the poster. Thank you, Pimpin'. And- I like your style. I'm going to be real harmonic towards you because blowfly on your side. It's, it ain't easy to get blowfly to ride what you mean. That's some gangster shit. Well, thanks so much, Snoop Doggy Dog. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 <sighs> smoke one. Snoop Dogg, y'all. Go ahead, y'all. Song. Two, 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 two. Go something like this. Yeah! 